Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. Good morning. Um, before I start, obviously, um, heard the news of Franco Harris's passing, and I think uh, appropriate for. Um, our entire organization to send condolences to uh, Dana, his wife, and the Harris family, and the entire Pittsburgh organization. Um, he obviously was a an iconic player, um, a Hall of Fame player, and a great ambassador for our game in the league. And um, you know, we know what this weekend, you know, is is um, you know the anniversary of, and and obviously he played a significant role in the Immaculate Reception and and all that. So. Um, just wanted to make sure we pass along our condolences um, on, on Franco's passing. Um, uh, you know, on to the Steelers. Obviously, this is a, uh, it's a really tough football team. Um, you know, Mike does a, has done a tremendous job for a long time. Um, have a great deal of respect for the way they play, um, how hard they compete, how well prepared they are. Um, you know, physical group on all, on all three phases. Um, it's going to be a big challenge in that regard. Um, you know, they do a really good job. Last week was a great example of it, you know, controlling the entire game, you know, run the ball well, every third downs, third and short. Uh, they're their best team in the league and third and one, fourth and one by far, not even close to the next, you know, best team. Um, you know, defense, very you know, stingy against the running game. Uh, do a good job of, um, you know, taking advantage of offensive mistakes, uh, turning the ball over and then giving their offense a short field. Uh, got a good return game. Uh, the kicker's very good. Uh, so uh, this is a uh, a team that's obviously it's been in a lot of close games, very similar to us. Um, you know that has a lot to play for, and uh, this will be a big challenge on the road. And it's always a great atmosphere there. Uh, played there a number of times, and uh, this this should be a fun a fun atmosphere to play and compete in. So get ready for Steelers. Uh, this game has a way of sometimes reminding you how big it is and historic it is, um, especially a day like today. Um, did you ever meet Franco Harris? I did not. I, I was. I want to say um, I've seen him multiple times in Canton over the years, just you know, because I was a fan when I was a, a little guy, um, you know, and obviously I'm very well aware of his career and what he's done and what he meant to, to the Steelers organization. But no, I did not have the good fortune of meeting him in person. Curiosity, do you, I, I know you weren't alive when that play happened, but um, growing up as a football fan, uh, do, you, do you have recollections and memories of that and you know, the great moments? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you know, there's a handful of, uh, I would say, iconic plays and, you know, that, that they all have uh, a nickname and, um, you know, they're going to be unforgettable forever. And, uh, you know, and so that certainly was one when I, you know, I was growing up, obviously a fan of football and, um, you know, I lived in Ohio, so I wasn't too far away from Pittsburgh. So, um, you know, there's a, obviously a, a classic play in Steelers history. Uh, certainly had, plays a role in, in our history for sure. 
Um, so, I mean, it was, you know, I, um, the celebration, you know, this week of, of those moments, obviously the game of football has a lot of them and, um, you know, it'll be fun to be there obviously to, um, to, to celebrate the anniversary, even though it didn't go in our favor at that time. In these kind of uh, cold weather games, how much of the game plan depends on you going out before a game and seeing the conditions and what you can and, and can't do? Um, I mean, obviously you, you need to be ready to adjust if, uh, something determines that you need to adjust um uh, fortunately for me or unfortunately you know maybe uh you know i've been in a whole bunch of cold weather east coast late in the year type games and um you know whether it's temperature uh wind snow rain um you know whatever it is but uh, the thing, I mean, look, we have no control over the weather. Uh, we're not playing the weather. Uh, we're playing the Steelers, and, um, you know, our preparation is going to be solely focused on them. Um, if something in the weather would dictate, you know, 50-mile-an-hour winds or something like that, obviously you need to be ready to adjust accordingly. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of things that, that, that would go into that. But uh, clearly, uh, when you play in these kind of games, you have to be ready to do it. It doesn't mean that you got to, you know, go in and uh, assume that those things are going to happen. But I think preparation the next three days is going to be important, you know, just in case we needed to, to adjust. Have you enjoyed these kind of games in the past? Say it again. Have you enjoyed these kind of games in the yeah, past? Yeah, I think, I mean, to me, this is real. This is football. And I think part of this is just, you know, you know, handling, uh, handling the conditions, being able to play in the conditions, being able to think in the conditions. Um, certainly when you have wind and elements that could uh, contribute to situational plays, um, you know, the kicking game obviously gets affected first. So there's a lot of decision-making that goes into it. Um, you know, I enjoy the challenge of, of handling those things and, um, you know, competing in them, but um, you certainly got to do them right. Uh, organizations that you've been in the past, dealing with those conditions, practicing in them was pretty easy. You guys could prepare for it, just go outside and, and deal mm -hmm. with it. But here, it's not quite the same. So how do you, is there anything that you could do other than just do it in your mind? You know? Yeah, I mean, look, we can't simulate zero degrees here. Uh, we, Although I asked. See how cold we could see how cold we could get the indoor. Uh, you know, they, they said it might shut the building down if we got it down to zero or ten degrees. So, um, you know, I mean, look, it is what it is. I mean, um, it's it's. I've had the reverse. You know, where you 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 you're practicing in cold weather and then you go south or west and you have to deal with, you know, temperatures that you haven't practiced in in three months or been in in two months. Um, you know, so it's, you know, I mean, it's not, there's nothing we can control. Um, I think really up, it's up here mentally. Um, you know, you just have to understand that it is what it is. We don't play in those conditions or practicing them regularly. Um, and so, um, you know, we're just going to have to go and get acclimated quickly to it and, uh, football's football. These last five have been called close, <coughs> crazy endings and, and whatnot. Um, is it more frustrating or encouraging that the margin in this league is that close each week? or lose but yeah the margin so close each week. yeah I neither for me um I don't uh really to me I just think each game is its own entity um you know you got to get ready to play it uh coach it and adjust if you need to um I think that the nature of the league is that there's a lot of good players a lot of good coaches you know that we get to compete against and you know, it's it's hard to you know. I think the league has proven over and over and over and over and over again, 
it's very difficult to get away from people, you know, because there's, there's a lot of parody and, you know, and that goes, just speaks to the, you know, I think the, the volume of good players and good coaches that there are in the league. And, um, you know, it's just, you just got to play 60 minutes. We obviously have learned that over and over again this year. Um, and being ready to do that and not assuming that, you know, you're going to go and get away from anybody. And I think that's the way that you have to think nowadays. So I don't spend a whole lot of time being frustrated about it. I just think that's the nature of competing in the NFL today. And um, I would expect nothing different this weekend. On the whole, uh, especially these during this last stretch, these last few games, and statistically it seems like you guys have taken some steps in the right direction defensively. Um, where do you think you guys have made the biggest strides on that side of the ball late in the season? You know, I, I think, you know, over the course of the year, we've, we've tried to continue to, you know, harp on the things that are really important to playing good team defense. Um, you know, fundamentals, playing blocks, tackling, um, playing with your proper leverage and coverage, defending the deep part of the field, uh, pass rush, coordination, um, you know, discipline, communication. There's no secret. There's no one thing that we could just say, hey, if we do this, then all of a sudden everything will magically be great. Um, that's just not the game of football. It's not that way in any phase, offense, special teams, defense. So we've just tried to continue to um, you know, focus on the things that fundamentally you have to do them right in order to be, be sound. You know? And um, I think our guys have really continued to work hard at that. Um, I think the chemistry in our group, you know, we, we battled through some injuries all year long, which every team does. And so I think the more those guys get to play together, um, the more communication is between the same guys. I think the more comfortable some of them feel together. Um, so there's not one thing. I think it's just continuing to try to get better at the fundamental aspects of playing it. And I think we've had some good, some good days and some better days. And then we've, you know, we obviously have things we need to improve still. Really grinded out cold weather game like this. How fortunate are you to have a, a really tough running back like Josh Jacobs? And how much pride and what's been the reaction you've noticed from him after becoming a team captain? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, look, these games uh, in late in the year, uh, you know, running the football, being able to try to gain control of the line of scrimmage uh, is important. Um, JJ's obviously done a great job all year for us uh, in his role. Um, He'd probably be the first one to tell you that, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. And certainly the guys up front, the tight ends, the fullback, uh, the receivers blocking for him have done a good job. And obviously that'll be an important part of this weekend. Um, but, you know, he's he's behaved like a captain all year, you know. And so the fact that uh, the captains felt strongly enough about him and I would say his, his leadership, his commitment to the team, uh, the things he's done to try to help us win uh, all year long. I think that speaks volumes in its own right. Um, you know, but he's uh, he hasn't changed. You know, he's continued to do the same things uh, to try to help us win. And uh, that would shock me if he did. Give me a update on Alex Bars and Dylan Parham. Um, hopeful that, that we're, we're gaining here. Um, again, we'll see a lot more tomorrow, I think, um, when we're actually out in the grass. But um, both guys are working really hard, um, you know, there's, they're going to be around in the walkthrough today. So uh, hopefully, you know, if we can, if we can have a few good days here, um, there's a shot. You know, I think that's the best I could say now. Andrew Billings kind of figure into that same sort of. Yep. Right there. Yep. We're trying to be as, I mean, look, we're trying to get as healthy as we can here for the last last few. You talked about the kicking game being most impacted, obviously, by conditions. 
How specific do you want you know your special teams people to be with you before the game? Like, is it we can we're good from fifty two this direction, you know fifty four this direction? Are you are you that specific, or is there is there ranges that you guys talk about? Yeah, um, I would say that's that's every week uh, we have those conversations, and I think very knowing exactly what it is and what it isn't is is really critical. Um, you know, on a week to week basis, um, we need to know what their range is. How you know. Where they're being, where they're able to, to make kicks from. Uh, same thing with with our side, going both directions. Um, you know, depending on if it's a crosswind or not, which hash mark we may or may not want the ball on. Uh, those are obviously important. I'd say punting the ball is another a whole different you know, conversation because again, if you're with it, it's one thing. If you're against it, it's another. Um, you know, if it's a crosswind, it could obviously impact it significantly too. Ball handling. Um, you know, is obviously paramount in a game where wind is a factor. Um, so uh, there's a lot of things, you know, that would go into each decision that we make and then each kicking play um, because, you know, if, you, if it becomes that type of a game where field position is really going to have a lot to do with the outcome and the result of the game, you know, you, you, you don't want to be losing by 10 or 12 yards every time you exchange the ball. So, um you know, it's it, those are those are the things I was referring to when I say like there's a lot of decisions and a lot of situational plays, a lot of special teams plays that uh, can quickly impact the game. Um, you know, when weather becomes a factor, so uh, this will be a, a good challenge for us. Um, I think one that our guys are eager to to handle and and, and play in. On Sunday, there was that one fourth down pass play where I don't know if Darren got in Devontae's way or what happened. On that? The third down play, yeah, yeah. The one where Darren came back and yeah, it just it honestly it was it w- really wasn't anybody's you know fault. Uh, I think Darren thought that the ball was held long enough that it was kind of like almost like a scramble situation. So he was just trying to do the right thing. He thought that it was like a scramble play, and so he was kind of coming back this way. Certainly, that wasn't the intent of the play, but that um, wasn't a mistake. I would say I think he was just trying to be a football player. I know it's not the top of your mind. Obviously, you have a game to prepare for, but Pro Bowl, announced, uh, Pro Bowl rosters are getting announced. What does it mean to a player, to a team, to have their guys recognized in that way? I mean, I think it's you know it's obviously a great honor for those guys. Um, you know, I think that uh, they work hard all year long to try to earn the respect and admiration of their peers and the people in the league that vote for that, the coaches, the players. Um, you know, I think, you know, individually that probably means uh, – it could mean different things to different people. Um, I would also tell you that I've probably never been around, you know, uh, guys that get nominated and voted in that don't, you know, don't think that their teammates have a ton to do with the fact that they were voted that way. You know what I mean? So um, it's the greatest team sport in the world. And, um, you know, people are going to get obviously nominated and voted in and, and all that, and it's a great accolade individually – uh, I think a lot of our guys would, you know, if they if they're fortunate enough to make it, would be the first to tell you that there's a lot of other people that have something to do with that. You know, their teammates have have certainly impacted them. That's all good. Okay, let's go. Guys, ready to go for. Into an environment that's loud, you can simulate that, but you can't simulate cold or snow. Mm-hmm. So, how do you what do you do to prepare for this? Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's. Anytime I've ever gone into one of these games, usually if it's, you know, rain or stuff like that, you can prepare. But just cold is like, you know, 90% of it's mentality, you know, or probably more. You know, you just set your mind because you know, 
you know, they're playing it, you're playing it. You, at the end of the day, you have to execute at a high level. And so for us, it's all about the execution of the football plays and, you know, trying to win the football game, no matter, you know, whether it's inside, outside, whatever that is. Derek, I know that uh, you grew up a sports fan. Your dad was a big sports fan. Any memories of Franco Harris and all that? Well, absolutely. I mean, my dad would, obviously, I wasn't alive to watch um, when he played, but my dad, you know, would have some really cool memories and, you know, some against the Raiders, obviously, um, as we all know. Um, and, you know, just our prayers go to his family, you know, uh, 72, I think he was, you know, so still young. And, um, you know, he dedicated so much of his time to, you know, to help football and the, the next generation of football and um, to their organization, you know, everyone that's been impacted by him there and in that community. So um, anytime someone loses a life, it puts things in perspective real quick that we're just playing a game. You know, obviously there's a lot riding on certain games and things like and all the games and what we do and all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's life and uh, someone lost their life. So your heart always goes to, towards their family. And, you know, I just hope that, you know, they're doing OK, you know, because that's never easy. I've lost we've all probably lost loved ones and it's never easy no matter when or how old or how young. It's never easy no matter what. Yeah. Um, well, when you finish on the good side of it, you know, you're like, it, it's good. You know, um, you know, whenever you lose the game, you're like, this sucks, you know. Um, but, you know, I've always thought that the NFL, you know, free agency, the draft, tra you know, the way salary cap, everything set up is designed to make it as even and as fair as possible to make it as close games and um, I, I don't know the stats on it, but I would say that NFL games are probably so close, you know, compared to other sports, you know, uh, on average, you know, every, you know, it's almost every week, it's a two minute drive for somebody or a field goal at the end or something, you know. And so for us, you know, knowing that, you know, in the NFL, it's not like college where there's like six teams on your schedule, you know, you're gonna win at least by 20, you know, it's not, it's not like that in the NFL. And so for us, um, you know, as professionals, that's why the off season matters. That's why OTAs and, um, you know, the work that goes in and, and the time that you have off, what are you doing during that time? You know, are you helping your team? Are you helping, you know, um, you know, be ready and condition? All, all those little things add up. And so that's why, you know, as, as you get years into the NFL, you focus on little things you can do to be better, you know, because you know how close games are and you focus on those things to, you know, try and help your team win the next season. And so um, it's exciting because, you know, uh, you know, doesn't matter what the records are. I've always said that. Never, the records never matter. It's pro football. It doesn't matter who's playing. When you go out there, you still got to play. Follow up on that. Um, Great I words, think you, Derek. Thank you, DP. Great <laughs> <words>. <laughs> uh, you joked after the game that anyone that's been around this franchise for a while has seen their fair share of crazy endings. I think you know, even more you guys and the rest of the NFL seems like you've had all these close games. Was there ever a point you kind of became, I know it's always still exciting and probably stressful, but did you come? more numb to it your breathing slow down have you become more used to it over the years of all these I, yeah honestly like over the years like you know the perfect example is you know last game you know we didn't execute on that four minute and when it was four minutes left and you know we're like well the defense gotta get the ball back you know not sitting there stressing out or anything like that we get the ball back you know you know with a certain amount of you know no timeout certain one timeout whatever and you know the situation it's you know it's the next play you got to execute the next play and that's as a football player in practice, it's that way. Whether it goes good or bad, just execute the next one. You know that we'll talk about that one later. You know the one you just did. So, 
I think you just get so caught up in a routine of, of how football goes that, you know, it's been nine years. I've almost played a decade of football, you know, in the NFL and so many close games and all that kind of stuff. Like, at some point, it's just like, all right, well, whatever the situation is, I got to try my best. If there's eight seconds left, okay, I got to throw a Hail Mary or, you know, whatever it is, you just, you know, you just focus on your job at, at hand and you don't worry about anything else. Derek, on some of those big drives this year, including uh, on Sunday, Matt Collins has, has made some plays. Yeah. He's kind of become a trusted guy yeah. uh, for you. He came here wanting that opportunity. Yeah. Um, what does it say about him that he's kind of seized it and become more than just a special team? Yeah, I'm very proud of him. Um, you know, he trusted, he bet on himself, he wanted a chance, and he worked really hard for it, and he got it. And he's, he's uh, you know, hasn't been absolutely perfect. Um, no one, no one this year has, but. You know, he's made some really big plays. We've needed him, um, especially with all the injuries we had. Um, we've needed him in big moments. And I, I found someone I trust. You know, I found someone that um, you know will do the right thing. You know, more times than not, and um, come down with the ball for me and all that stuff. So, uh, I'm proud of him. I think he's got career highs and everything. And you know, you you know what that means to me. You know, having a guy come in and being able to help. You know, be a part of that with somebody that that means a lot to me because. You know, there's a lot of hard work that goes into that. And so um, the the way he's been able to play for us has been awesome, not just special teams, but on offense and going to him in the most crucial down, fourth and 10. You know, if we don't get it, it's over, you know. And we go right back to him, and he makes a great play for us, two in a row, actually. So he's someone that we have trust in, and I'm really proud of the work that he's put in. Did you know he was playing safety on the Chandler's throw? Uh, so I didn't know it at that moment. I didn't know if they did Hail Mary. I knew he was on that unit. Right. Um, but I was watching the Jumbotron, so I didn't see him trot out there. But after he told me, he's like, bro, I thought I was going to make that tackle. I was like, what tackle are you talking about? You know, and uh, yeah, it, good thing, you know, yeah. But he's a good special teams player, so he would have been all right. Derek, uh, especially with how banged up you guys are in the interior line, does that make establishing run even more vital early to set up play action packs? I think uh, everything's open. Speed option, triple option, uh, flea flickers, reverses, big passes, all that stuff. I think everything in the playbook is open when, when anything is going on on the front. <laughs> you got the uh, triple option. You going to keep it? Absolutely, I would. Absolutely. I got a lot of quarterback sneaks in my day. Got... Um, you, uh, you talked about the playoff possibilities. And, you know, there are there are all involved. You guys just winning your game, so you're focused on that. Absolutely. But how important is it to have a non-zero number? You know, when you see that playoff possibility. It's not zero. Like, how important is that to kind of drive you the next day and keep you guys coming to work and have something out there like a character to go for? Yeah, like, um, kind of like I, I try, I'm, you know, just going off of experience of last year, just trying to focus so solely on this game because I know that, you know, I want to talk about it. And as a human, you know, you have, I could have things to say, but like, it really doesn't matter unless I handle my business today. And so just going based off of, how I, you know, thought I did well and things I didn't think my mindset and all that kind of stuff. Like this year, I'm just trying so hard to focus on the Steelers, <laughs> you know, because I know that if we take care of business, then we focus on the next one, and it's it's not going to be easy. We got you know tough team that we got to go to their place, you know, on the road. It's um, good defense, you know. They got you know good upcoming offense, young guys, and so for us, like we're so focused on this, like the the numbers and all that, like. You know, it's hard to stay away from it with how the world is today, but you try and stay away from it as best you can. You've, you've been in positions where, you know, there was this much time left and it was zero. There was yeah. nothing oh, theoretically yeah. to play for, right? Yeah. So, I mean, how different is it coming to court knowing that it's possible, no matter what, oh, yeah. even though you're focused on this game, like, you know, yeah. there is a possibility out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you, all you want is a chance, right? All you want is a chance to keep competing for you know, goals and all that kind of stuff, uh, for sure. That, you know, that's something that any, any competitor would ever ask for is just a chance.
couple of other games. Do you go in thinking of things you can and can't do? Or what's your preparation like as far as what limitations to what you can do as you know, for me, over the years, I've learned so much, you know, playing in Denver, playing in Kansas City, um, you know, in certain weather games, the playoff game last year, you learn so many things on, you know, how to, you know, do certain things and um, to where, like, it is just football, you know, and me being a West Coast guy, you know, it's, I've been in California or Texas my whole life, you know, so it's been a little bit of different climates, you know, but uh, I've learned through my career to, you know, do certain things to where it is just football, to where I don't have to do anything different, the team, we don't have to do anything different, you can just play football. Um, and you know, and Josh and all their experience too helps for sure. Doesn't affect it. it. Just, I mean, I played it almost ten years in in Green Bay, so we ready to rock. What have you seen watching Pittsburgh defense? Yeah, no, they got a. Uh, they do a lot of different things. One of those things that kind of mix it up a lot. Um, Pretty good with their, you know, their disguises and different things like that to, you know, keep us, um, you know, watching pre-snap and post-snap, uh, you know, the shell and, and all that type of stuff. Um, it's a lot of a lot of things that I've I've seen on tape from other teams as well. So, um, you know, I've also had a, I got a little bit of um, history playing against that team too. So I've, I've played up against some of the some of those guys and solid team for sure. Dante, what does it mean to you to play in a game with such historical weight on it, being the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception? Yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. Um, obviously, it won't have any bearing on the actual football game, but it's it's cool to be. You know, Pittsburgh's kind of like Green Bay, and in, in you know one of those historical places. A lot of a lot of history. A lot of um, you know great players have have been through there. So it's always good to to be able to you know experience that type of game, and um, obviously against a really good football team. When you the video came out of you uh, kind of seeing the end of the game the other day, sort of shocked like everybody else. Yeah. that experience like? It was it was one of the wildest endings I've ever been as far as the final play that I've been a part of. So um, I, I was kind of stuck for a minute just watching. I wanted to make sure he actually got in the end zone before you know I, he, he wasn't moving too fast. Kind of stumbled a couple times after he, he stiffed Mac. So we all we all just wanted to kind of make sure he got in. And then the still was shocked after that, but it was uh, it was definitely a cool thing to be a part of. How would you rate his skills going from receiver to ball run after the catch guy? I'll say it's a ten, man. He he went he he transitioned really quick. Obviously, a very efficient and effective uh, stiff arm there. So, finished. Ball security was a little sus at the end, but it was uh he, it was good. He finished the play, so it was it was good. Eric thought he was gonna like hand out the football, you know, give a quick pitch. Oh, like, did you nah. expect that might happen? Or you saying uh, from from okay. Chan? Nah, I wasn't thinking that. I, I looked like once he got to about the ten, fifteen, I, I knew he was good. So I wasn't wasn't thinking too much about it. Well, that's the best part is knowing that, you know, the, the peers and the fans and, and the coaches, everybody all together um, has a say in this. So it's obviously an incredible honor. But, um, you know, I got my sights set on much bigger things than the Pro Bowl at this point. So. Um, you know, if, if it happens, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing. And I, I'm very thankful and grateful um, for the acknowledgement. But at the end of the day, you know, we, wanna, we want better bowls than that, um, you know, once you've experienced it at least. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com.
Hey, did you see that game last weekend? It was crazy. Actually, we were there. Wait, like in person? How'd you swing that? Allegiant had a super affordable nonstop flight out there. And with how low the airfare was, buying tickets to the game was a no-brainer. Hold my beer. I'm going to Allegiant.com right now. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Experience the game you love at Allegiant Stadium. Visit Allegiant.com slash Raiders to book your flight, game tickets, and hotel all in one place.